doing my best, you know? Okay. I'm just doing the best that I can. Yeah. I'm giving you the, the best that I can. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I ain't going to sing no more. We're going to. I ain't gonna sing no more. It's okay. I ain't gonna sing no more. I, I do. It's fine. Do I not look like Captain Sparrow? Who is that? You never seen Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp? Hero, Stephen Beggar. No. I've never, I never. With that fine ass other white boy. What's the white boy? I just never wanted to. I just never wanted to. I was just like, oh, it's giving Captain Hook. It's nothing like Captain Hook. And I never saw that. So, you know, just pirates and ships is not really my thing. Let's start the show. I'm sorry. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. All right. We're going to start the show (laughs) now. Great. All right. You want to start from the top? No, nope, we're good. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. What's happening? <laughs> no, I don't like the way I sound. Nah, you know what? Welcome to episode 16. Period. I'm your girl, Sierra T. And I'm your girl, Sherelle B. And this is Hair Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. We wrap the culture up in color and everything else. All of the good things. All the things. Um, I'm over here moonlighting as Captain Jack Sparrow today. And I am here. And you know what? I'm grateful for that. <laughs> you know, we just listen. Today's going to be a list. Mm. Um, it's going to be heavy and things like that. Um, but before we get to that, sis, mm-hmm. what can't you wrap your head around? All right. I cannot wrap my head around these fashion trends mm-hmm. that are popping up on our beloved app, TikTok. We tried, like, sis tried to upload it. I'll put it up later in the later. I'll put it up in post. Girl, I sent Sierra, I actually sent this to her because I got so aggravated because it was like, style a bodysuit with me. That's how they do it. You stretching the material out doing that, right? <laughs> and she took the bodysuit. Normally, a bodysuit, you know, it's two things here. Covers your your kuka mm-hmm. and that's that. She decided to put the kuka area up here mm-hmm. and make it kind of like a slanted. It, it looked cute. No. Oh. Oh. I cannot and will not rub my head. Just go buy a damn tank top. Just go buy a tank top. Oh. Just go buy a shirt that is styled the way that you want to style. Like why now you got buttons up here. That's supposed to be down here. Well, hers, I don't think hers had a button. It's buttons. Oh, it was buttons? Yeah, it's buttons there. Is it? it? It's buttons. See how you see? Then she's doing oh, all this I too. Oh, I see the buttons. Yeah, I see the, I see the buttons. Unacceptable. And I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of y'all taking t-shirts and... Mm-hmm. They're, listen, they're try- fashion is ever-changing and they're trying to keep up with the times. And Or... 
Yeah, looking silly because it's like everything is not the bodysuit is just meant to be a bodysuit. I don't know. I thought it was cute. Very upset. <laughs> <laughs> like you know when like you see a video like I'm pretty sure all our like the TikTok people, you know, you see a video, you'd be like, What you know what? Mm-hmm. And that was it for me that moment. I was like, you know what? I thought it was cute. No. <gasps> oh no. Not at all. Sis, you wouldn't try it. Look at it. Look at it one more time. Why is she turning around like that? What? Why? That's cute. That's cute. Now, would I do it? No, absolutely not. I got my little hamburger buns on the side that I'm insecure about. But good for her. Sherelle hates it. It's okay. <sighs> It's all right. What can't you wrap your head around, sis? So I had a video I wanted to share, too. But again, technical difficulties. (laughs) I was very angry. She really was. Very, very Very angry. Did you you see the video of the lady who was cussing out someone in a Chick-fil-A line Mm. in her car? She forgot to put her car in park. And her car (gasps) went and fell in a ditch. Karma. You know, here's what I was going to say was like, you know... God knows me to, to put me where I'm supposed to be because let me tell you something. Mm. If that had been me, because some of the co work, some of the workers went and followed her to make sure she was okay. Yeah, I'd have been like, anyway, next customer. Okay, period. Because <laughs> and I'll put the video up here in purse, but like she was like cussing him out, and she, I guess she got out the car to be like to, to to confront the lady, and she tried to stop her car, and it fell into the. Luckily, it was a ditch because from the from the vantage point of the video. You see the, obviously mm-hmm. you see the area and then you see like the street. So I'm like, oh my God, is this car going to fall in the street or, you know, and get into an accident? But no, it fell right into a ditch. So. But think about how goofy you feel now because you decided to get out of the car because they didn't put your Polynesian sauce in there or something, or you didn't have, your fries was cold or whatever. And you decide to get out and confront one of these young people because mm-hmm. they number younger people working at Chick-fil-A. Right. And now you got to get a new car and pay more money to get the front end of your car fixed. Because you couldn't just be like, can I get some Polynesian sauce? Exactly. And like. Goofy. They're they not making enough money for. Nobody's making enough money for me to be having to like check after you. If you give me an attitude, next customer. That's, and it, that's and it, her problem now. It's giving check the bag before you pull off. Who does not check the bag before you pull off? A lot of people don't do that. Goofy. A lot of people don't Goofy do that. Goofy behavior. Yeah. Because I'm that person. I will sit. We got. Right. Ten nuggets. A fry. Okay. All right. We can go. These mini nuggets. That's it. Yeah. So. It's it's not that hard. I, I just can't wrap my head around like that kind of foolishness. Like that, it really is. Like in today's world, in today's world, stop man, keep running up on people. Keep did you see the video of the black man who was stealing packages off the porch and he got shot? The man was like, That's what you get for stealing packages no. off my porch. He actually doodled on himself and everything. And it was it wasn't supposed to be funny, but it was funny because the dude was like, I wasn't stealing. Like, Nick, I bet he was like, I got you on camera stealing my packages. You got a mask on. Like, get out of here. No, I did not see that. Keep running up on people. Keep running up on people. Gas, my nigga. Gas. Keep on. I am shook right Keep now. on. In the year of our Lord, 2022. Wow. Wow. Keep on. Wow. That's all I'm saying. Whew. All right, guys. It is time for us to get into the show. You guys know what we're going to start off with first. Let's get to it. Sure. There was a shooting in Buffalo, New York, amongst other shootings that were happening in America. Bruh. Um, eight people 
confirmed dead or is it 10? 10. 10. Mm-hmm. 10 confirmed dead. It was eight people that was injured then, right? Um, I got all the... Oh, that girl. <laughs> um, I have all of the victims mm-hmm. um, and everything that happened. So 10 people... Um, were killed and three were wounded in a shooting Saturday afternoon at the Tops Market on Jefferson Avenue in Boston, uh, Buffalo, New York. So um, I'm gonna read other names. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm read. I'm gonna read. Uh, here's what we know about the victims so far, and this is coming from a NBC affiliate. Eleven of the victims were African American. Two of them were white. Four of the victims were store employees. One of the three hurt. Two have been treated and released from the hospital. Um, so deceased, I like how they did this. These are their names. Mm-hmm. Aaron Salter, 55, retired Buffalo police officer. He was the first one. He was working as a security guard there and tried to stop this madman from doing harm. And unfortunately he was killed. Um, Ruth Whitfield. I want you to listen to these ages. Mm-hmm. Aaron Salter, 55, Ruth Whitfield, 86. She was on her way home from visiting her husband in a nursing home and stopped at the store to get something to eat. Pearlie Young, 77. She ran a food pantry in the Central Park neighborhood for 25 years, feeding people every Saturday. Mother, grandmother, missionary. She literally was just shopping for groceries. Catherine Massey, 72. Um... And I think this was the story because there was there was another. Oh, let me just finish. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Deacon Hayward Patterson, 67. Um, he actually was driving people who needed transportation to the store. A lot of churches have that those mm-hmm. type of ministries. Yep. Celestine Cheney, 65. Um, cancer survivor, Roberta Dury, 32. She was actually visiting. I saw this. She was actually visiting from Syracuse. Her brother just had bone marrow transplant and she was there to help take care of him. Uh, Margus Morrison, 52. Um, he worked as a bus aide for first student for the past four years. Andre McNeil, 53. Geraldine Talley, this was the one, um, 62. Geraldine Talley and her fiancé went to that store to get a few things. Um, She forgot something. He came into the store. She was already killed. He hid in the freezer to try to get away from the bullets, and his heart froze over. Hmm. He wasn't killed, but because he was hiding from this fuckhead, he's, his heart froze. That's what happened. Um, injured, there was a lot. Um, Zaire Goodman, 20 years old. Um, he is recovering. <sighs> Child, there's, there's a lot going on here. There are so many things. I've, I've seen a lot of like people talking about this on TikTok. Because then the, the, the gunman had, like, the N-word sprayed on his gun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, like, a lot, of, a lot of young black men saying, like, 
it's very cowardice and it's like y'all not really about that life because y'all not going to the hood. Oh yeah. They're not going to the hood when they go and do this. Y'all are going to these old these communities with these where these older where these older black people reside, people who are heavily involved in the community, doing great things for the community. Y'all not going to the hood where it'll be a shootout. You're going you're going to and bothering every day working class citizens who are minding their business. It's the fact that, like, first of all, the shooter is 18 years old. And the fact that this 18-year-old kid had an AR-15-style rifle in his hand Mm. and is still alive. It's beyond me. It's... Not only did he was captured with the weapon, he live-streamed it on Twitch. That's right, yes. And then had the nerve to plead not guilty. Mm. Literally wrote a manifesto Yes, and was encouraged by a New Zealand white supremacist. Which is very interesting because white New Zealand they don't have uh, assault rep- weapons. They had one shooting, and their prime minister sure. was like, "Oh, okay, shut it down." Done again. She's a woman. Yes. Anyways, um, that's another story for another day. Um, I just want to read this from CNN. They are talking about how the 18 year old suspect legally obtained guns before the Buffalo mass shooting. Um. Law enforcement officials told CNN on Tuesday they appear to have no red flags that would have presented, pre- prevented the 18-year-old from attaining three guns no said to be flags. found in his possession, the one used in the attack, and the two guns in his car. So who knows what he was going to do after that. Right. He, has, he had been evaluated for mental health concerns last year. Here we go. Oh, my God. Officials said, but those didn't rise to the level of legal concern. Um... So there's a document that was posted online. He wrote that he bought the AR-15 style gun from a gun store in New York. He had been taken to an emergency room for mental health evaluation after an incident in high school where he mentioned murder-suicide but was released without being involuntarily committed. Um, Involuntary commitment could have, if the system worked as designed, resulted in... um, And first of all, let me say this kid's name, Peyton Grendon, resulted in Grendon's name being added to a list of people prohibited from purchasing guns. Mm. Mm. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. gun store owners, he passed background checks. Mm. Mm. The governor said that the gun used was purchased legally. But at 18 years old, at 18 years old, I understand that. I mean, we 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 went to high school. Yes, we we we've seen people be bullied. Mm-hmm. We might have been bullied without even really knowing it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But a gun? Why at eighteen years old? Do you need an AR fifteen? Why do you need an AR fifteen at eighteen years old? Quickly. Like, please, if anybody who is a gun rights advocate, if you can give me a logical answer. There isn't one. 
it's definitely not one because if that was the case, these amazing souls would still be here. Period. So you're telling me, I mean, I think this is very, very important. He was taken to an emergency room for mental health evaluation after an incident in high school, but was released without being involuntarily committed. If he was committed, he would have been added to, it's almost like a no fly list, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like a no gun sale list. I think that's very, very important here. Uh, It's imperative. So this is what the governor said. She said, it's believed the high capacity magazine was purchased outside of New York. It's not clear. Um, it's not clear from the governor's statement describing the weapon as an AR-15 that is the same item as listed in Grendon's document. Police haven't released details yet about the weapons or weapons that were used. Um, this is just, I, um, he actually wrote about buying and modifying, this is Grendon, Mm -hmm. wrote about buying and modifying an AR-15 style weapon. So in New York, magazines, weapon magazines can't be larger than 10 rounds and outside of shooting competitions can't have more than seven rounds in the rifle at any time. The AR style weapon that Grendon described wasn't sold with the 30 round magazines common for this type of rifle when purchased for when pictured for sale is almost always pictured with 30 round magazines legal in much of America. He lives right over the state border from Pennsylvania where gun laws are more permissive. Grendon, in his writing, said he bought magazines at a flea market in New York, which might have been illegal depending on when he purchased them. Mm. He wrote that the AR-style rifle he bought because of the lock on the magazine was legal in New York and then modified it to remove modified it to remove that lock at least nine states and the district of columbia have restrictions ranging from owning magazines that carry more than 10 to 15 rounds to banning the sale or purchase of those guns he wrote that he was able to remove the lock with a drill wow he also wrote of other two weapons in the documents a mossberg 500 shotgun and a savage axis xp rifle all of them were in his car electric chair Electric chair. Electric chair. I don't want to hear nothing about taking the high road. No, you went, you was premeditated. You knew exactly what you were doing. Fuck him. Electric chair. America has a very big issue. America has a really, really big gun issue. And I'm stressed out. I don't want to talk about this right now because because it's it's just like I mean you just get tired of seeing these stories of like oh there were no red flags oh mental health evaluation oh his social media posts oh this oh that it's like y'all keep trying to make this a political issue this is a human lives issue we're talking about people dying goddammit. For no reason. This isn't. This isn't like no. This isn't left or right. This is. This is a. This is an American thing. This is an America thing. This is an American issue. This isn't a white supremacy issue. I don't. And this is. And this is the problem. So it's like. So this eighteen-year-old kid. Let me not call him a kid, because he definitely acts like a grown-ass man. 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 This eighteen-year-old man decided that I don't like black people, so I'm gonna drive into and. Another article that I pulled up 
earlier said that he had researched like populated black areas. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Tops Market was one of them. And also researched how ha- like when is the when is the store most populated? Mm. Like when when is it, you know what I'm saying? When is it most crowded? It's like going to a Walmart on a Sunday afternoon. Or or Walmart on a Saturday afternoon, you know, on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, but because it was black neighborhoods, his target was I'm going to kill black people. Yep. And to the point that he even spared a white employee's life. He heard the man turn around and said, oh, I'm sorry. You good. Don't worry about it. I'm not here for you. I'm here for the blacks. My main concern, not concern, but it's like what Sis was saying, white supremacy. How is it that they don't see the importance of CRT? You got people like Tucker Carlson on television just mm-hmm. grooming the next one. Yes. If you, if, you know, that's all he's doing is grooming the next one. Dylan Roof is still alive. Ooh. Peyton Gerd, Gore, uh, what's his name? Grendon is still alive. Mm-hmm. George Zimmerman is still alive. is still alive. The Aurora, Colorado movie theater shooter is still, still alive. alive. That's right. How is it that all of these mass murderers, and this is why I also have a problem with people glorifying mass murder, all these documentaries, who gives a fuck? Why are all these people still alive, but the ones that have literally done nothing wrong Breonna Taylor's dead. George Floyd is dead. Trayvon Martin dead. Tamir Rice dead. Sandra Bland dead. Mm-hmm. And then my thing is like, we go through all of this and then we're expected to forgive and oh, God rest his soul. You know, I know he did. No, fuck that. I am tired, y'all. I am absolutely tired of black people taking the high road. Fuck that. The low road is there and clearly it's less traveled. Yeah, no traffic. No traffic. Smooth, bump free. I'm tired of being nice. I'm tired of us being polite. I am like, get ignorant about it. This is real. Our people are fucking dying. They're dying for no reason. That could have been it. That could have been her grandmother. That could have been my grandmother. That could have been her mother. That could have been my mother. I'm tired of being nice about this shit. And they're taken alive. Like, oh, okay, hold on. Let me let me get that gun. And it's giving that this kid wanted to die. Murder suicide, but it just this is insane. I want to play this clip that I saw on TikTok of I don't know the name of this uh, this man's uh, he's a reporter for I think it's for NBC News C- CNN oh it's CNN mm-hmm. I mean he really hit the nail on the head y'all with this one. if y'all don't feel this as a I'm not even gonna say as a black person as, as a person. person and you feel nothing. You are you are a rock. Please leave. Listen, I, I was counting in the car talking with my producer. I've done 15 of these. At least the ones I could count. And we keep having the conversation about Democrats will say guns, Republicans will say mental health, and nothing will change. And I'll probably do another one this year family after family having nowhere to go with their grief Mm. we'll get into a political conversation later but is this the way we're supposed to live 
Are we destined to just keep doing this city after city? Have we just resigned that this is what we are going to be? I'm gonna give it back to you. Yeah, we share those sentiments and on some days it feels like that. Um, we'll be right back right after this more with Newsroom. Like, that's, is this who we're supposed to be? Is this, is that what this country is? So now we're supposed to be scared to walk into Harris Teeter and Food Lion. And then it's like, and then you see, uh, we live in an open carry state. We're supposed to feel comfortable just standing behind somebody with a nine on their hip. Right. Just because they can. Right. Ain't nothing going on with them. They motherfucking accountants. Ain't nothing wrong with them, but because we have senators and lawmakers that are saying, oh, yeah, no, 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 you you have the right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. For what? And this is why people like uh, this kid and Dylan Roof, all them kids just get off. Yep. Listen to what this what that article was saying, how easy it was for him to get a gun. And modify it, YouTube. Mm-hmm. 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 Come on, with a drill? With a drill. That easy. Just, oh, yeah, I did it with a drill. What you mean? It's not that hard. Come on, man. This is, this is, this is insane. This is, this is insane. But, like he said, if this is how we're supposed to live, and like sis said, then the ignorant road is going to be taken because enough. I'm tired. Enough. I'm tired. Enough. And I know y'all got to be tired. I know us as a community has to be tired. We can't wear things like rooting for everybody black because it makes you uncomfortable. No. You banning books because it makes people uncomfortable. Yes, to kill a mockingbird is uncomfortable, but mm. it's reality and we're living in it. Almost a hundred years later, mm-hmm. we're living in it. Y'all still making us read that goddamn Huckleberry Finn, and they dropping niggas like niggas going Romeo out of- and Juliet. Two people that killed themselves because they love each other, but that's not traumatic. But you're worried about your kid experiencing sexual feelings for another uh, woman or another man. You're worried about them reading about what happened to James Bird, what happened to Rosa Parks. That's a problem. But we gotta read Romeo and Juliet. And Hamlet, people that didn't fucking matter or real. True. Who gives a shit? True. True. Absolutely true. Don't let me be a teacher, bro. I promise you. Be breaking all the laws. Oh, all of it. <laughs> Who's going to check me? What's up? I ain't even here for the check. I'm here to just radicalize the students. You okay? Because I'm, I'm petty and this is what I'm going to do. I'm here to radicalize the students. Yes, I went through school and just to radicalize my classes. I guess speaking about radicalizing students. Oh, God. Well, you want to you do this? Yeah, might as well. Since, okay. Shit. Um, this mother uh, has a biracial son um, and she is suing the school over CRT. Call CPS. We're going to play the clip. And here we go. All right, so Melissa, your your son is uh, the father's black, you're white, and he'd never mentioned issues with race before. You're saying what exactly changed? Right, we didn't have issues before. He's in eighth grade. They introduced this critical um, 
program and now he's having racial issues that what, was not there before. What kind of racial issues is he having? Well, he's seen himself just as a black man. He's seen he things that don't go his way as racism. Um, and he's finding safety in numbers now. So when you're saying he gets a bad grade at school, he blames racism or <laughs> a girl rejects yes. him on a date. Racism. Are those the kind of things you're seeing? Yes. I ask him to clean the house. Racism. Yes. <laughs> you're kidding, right? Are you serious? <laughs> No, I'm serious. They have totally changed his perspective. They have put him in a box. Or they're teaching him about the real world. Because in the eyes of the uh, blue lives, all they see is a black man. They you, don't care that his mother is white. You know what's killing me? It was like she said he, fa he, fa he found safety in numbers. Numbers, right. Would you not want your children to be... S what is going on right now? Like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I miss something? But you married you're you're you you decided to have relations with a man of color and you when did you think this was going to happen? So you're blaming me. You really think that even if CRT was not taught in school, you don't think he would have figured that out? You don't think that I mean, I'm I'm laughing at the kids. I'm picturing him getting an F and like this and like he calling oh, you're racist because you gave me an F. Right. Like but in reality in reality, what CRT is teaching your biracial son is that the world is not seeing him as a biracial kid. They're seeing him as black. Look at all the biracial uh, socialites that we have that we, you know, that are iconic today. Mariah Carey. Does anybody talk about her white side? No. Does Halle Berry talk? Anybody talking? Do they see Halle Berry as a white woman? Zendaya. Do they see Zendaya as a white woman? Yara Shahidi. No. No. They're all women of color. They're all people of color. And I guarantee you, as soon as this woman's black son tries to date a white girl like his daddy, it'll be a problem. So what your son Damn. is, you feel me? Damn. They're not going to see that. Who? Oh, shit. They're not going to see that. Still, nigga. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I even think about that, sis. You should be proud of your son. You should be proud. I think she, I mean, clearly she wants him to err on more of a, a white lifestyle. Well, then you should have thought about it so you have relations with a big black man. There's nothing wrong with wanting your children to do chores. I did chores. He needs a beating if you ask me. Right. <laughs> you, can't have your white, you can't have your white mama beating your ass. It's just not. Well, look. It's, it's, that's a job for dad. That's a job for your black father. Well, pluck him in the head or something. Do I said vacuum. But to blame it on CRT is wild. You, like, can you imagine the school system getting that, them paperwork? Like, I'm sorry, what? Because it's not like they're like, you're black, you don't do chores. That's not. That don't got nothing to do with the school. That's not a race thing, dog. That's not a race thing at all. It's just. It's called being a teenager. It's called being 13 and feeling like you don't have to do anything. anything. Right. Like, oh, my God. Let's move forward.
I really hate, I hate it here. I really do. I can't. Let's move forward. Okay. Governor DeSantis signs a bill. Sherelle has the tea on this. I'm going to let her do that. Oh my gosh. It's like, I don't know how it works in Florida and how he's like, you notice almost every other week we're talking about how governor DeSantis signed the bill. I have never seen bills be signed this fast in my life. Boo boo. This is craziness. Yes. Uh, speaking of bills, where's our anti, uh, anti black hate crime bill. But anyway, quickly, um, Take your get, giving get your asses in there like like y'all did for Asian anti Asian hate bill. Get your asses in there, make a vote, make it happen. Thank you. It shouldn't be. Why are we talking about it? Okay, um, just wanted to say that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Governor DeSantis said if you are in front of a private residence and protesting, it's jail time. You can go to jail because you're protesting in a residential area. That's the bill that he signed. Nothing else. Not worrying about the the economy. Nothing else. Is if you are in front of somebody's house, and I'm thinking that this is kind of feeding from what's going on with the, the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. He's like, oh, y'all ain't about to come in front of my house. Okay. So the legislation makes it a second degree misdemeanor to protest in a manner that is aimed at intentionally harassing or disturbing someone in their home. Violators face 60 days in jail. That's that's really, wow. 60 days and fines up to $500. Some people are like, it's worth it. You know what I mean? Some people would be like, worth it. The governor said that the new law will prevent protests in Florida like those ways <laughs> by abortion right protesters mm-hmm. in front of U.S. Virginia uh, Supreme Court justices' homes in Virginia. I can't front. It is kind of crazy how they figured out where the Supreme Court justices live that easy. I love it. I can't front. I was like, damn. Still nigga. That's going <laughs> to gonna be the, nice, that's the title of the episode. Period. Um... This is what he said, sending unruly mobs to private residences like we have seen with the angry crowds in front of the homes of Supreme Court justices is inappropriate. This bill will provide protection to those living in residential community, and I'm glad to sign it into law. Y'all think... It's giving First Amendment rights. Every time I think about like these kinds of things, I always think about how... Do you remember, and this was like many years ago, Mm. um, there was... There, there was this political cartoon uh, company or whatever in mm-hmm. France, and they were, they were writing some wild shit in their in their comics, and they mm-hmm. had a massive shooting, and they killed a lot of people who got killed who worked at that. Yes, I do remember that. I remember that. You remember we that? talked about that we, exactly. That was like season two or something yes. of the show. I remember yes. that. I yes. remember. I do. Y'all cannot, y'all cannot do this kind of stuff to the to the American citizens and think they're not gonna roll up on your asses. You think they're not gonna find you. You think them hackers not gonna put your address out here when you're not doing right. And you playing yourself. You can put that. You can put that law all you want to. You think people are still not gonna show up? They're gonna find you. Whether it's at your house, whether it's at the <laughs> grocery store, they're gonna find who your driver is. They're coming for you. They're gonna find you. Just like that white lady had time for Rick Scott and that and that and that Starbucks, and they're gonna tell you how a they queen. feel. You cannot hide from the damage that you are doing to this country. A it's queen. not. You, you're not safe. <laughs> you're not safe. You really are not. I mean, maybe we should talk about what's going on in Sri Lanka with talking Ooh, about politicians getting them in the street. This is I love this. Okay, all I'm right. switching gears a little bit. Where is that? Where did I put it at? Did I put it up here? Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't type it. I'm gonna type it. I'm gonna type it while we doing this. Okay, so I came across this video um, on TikTok. It's a viral video, not TikTok on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
Sri Lankan residents were throwing, um, uh, was it politician cars in the river over basically not having necessities to live. Uh huh. Like tired of it. In river. and it's giving that those policies need to be given over, like come over here because this is crazy. This is crazy. Okay. So here's Yo. here's our title, and we're gonna play this video. Look at this. This is I love this. More of this. No gas, no fuel, and various essential medications. And people are suffering, and the people are living with one meal per day. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I'm so sorry to say this. One meal a day. He said people are people are upset. One meal a day. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I said, this is, I said, I wish I was torn over there. Like, you come across it like, what y'all protesting? We don't got no food. Oh, bad. Who, this y'all president car? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, this is crazy. Yes. So, among the, wait, where we at? Where we at? Um, protests have erupted across the country, many of which physically escalated. They began after citizens were faced with a shortage of essential supplies like food and fuel. Kamal Gunarte, Gunarte mm-hmm. Secretary of the Ministry of Defense, said that in addition to the buildings and vehicles that were burned, Ooh. eight people were killed and 219 were injured. Jesus. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. And I feel like if we're not careful, this could be us easily. I mean, January 6th was horrific. Mm-hmm. They were there for no... for. I don't even know why they were there. Mm-hmm. But just imagine if that if that crowd of people were there to address President Biden or to even address President Trump at the time. Like, yo, do, bruh. Yeah. My baby can't eat. There's no formula. Gas prices on the rise. Mm-hmm. I can't get a job. It's real. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is absolutely insane. And all of this stuff is happening at the same time. Like, this is go- it's going to be a boiling point. This is like, it's like a... It's like a, uh, a pimple. A, a pimple. <laughs> and it's about to pop. Because, I mean, this is why... This is why it's important to vote, not just for your, your state... Um, General election. Your gen- you have to vote for your city. Like, we talk about Charlotte all the time. All these breweries opening, all these apartments being built, but the homeless people out here on every corner begging. Mm-hmm. Daycares are full, mm-hmm. but in the meantime, there's no baby formula to even help them. And there we go. We're going to move right on into that. Baby formula shortage. On top of y'all trying to ban abortions. How? How the babies going to eat? Quickly. Right. Oh, ooh, ooh. How they going to eat? Ooh. How? That part. And y'all talking about, well, you could just breast, you could just breast, you could just breastfeed. Ooh, ooh, I got a lot to say. Say it. Oh, I got so much to say. Say it, say it, sis. I got so much for those, for, for, for our, for the breast, uh, for breastfeeding advocates mm-hmm. that have penises. Ooh. Come on, Mrs. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, I've been seeing a lot of it yes. on, on, on social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't just latch nope not all the babies latch it don't just work like that Mm -mm. women have issues 
breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. There could be a problem with the baby latching. It could be a problem with their with with the milk. Yeah. You have mothers who have given birth that are ex- that are going through chemo because they're experiencing breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So shut the fuck up. Mm. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut y'all up. Really, y'all really showing that y'all don't know how tits work the same way y'all don't know Just how that uterus up. works. And it's embarrassing. Just shut up. Are you not embarrassed? Are you not ashamed of like yourself? You have no clue what you're talking about. You don't know how tits work. You don't know how a uterus works. You don't know what a clit is. You don't know where you can't even go. Okay. <laughs> You're not even making your woman orgasm. You know you're not because you're like, did, did, did you come? If you have to ask, you, you know should know. Did. You should know, whore. <sighs> <sighs> but baby formula shortage. Yeah. Um, Back on track. This is horrible. This is terrible. So you want you don't want them to have abortions. You want them to have babies. But the babies need to be fed. But you can't even do that. Um, so I'm just going to read what, what's going on because it, it, it's it's. It's a lot going on. Girl, it's starting to look like China over here. Ooh, it's looking like an episode of Black Mirror. But, um, yeah. So the instant formula first started disappearing from stores, shelves due to supply chain issues and a massive recall of products produced by one of the top companies. Abbott Nutrition was shut down by the FDA, which cited unsafe practices after the deaths of two babies who contracted a rare bacterial illness, although it is not clear that the illness was obtained by using the product. Mm. Lawmakers have scrambled to investigate the issue while the FDA and Abbott Nutrition, under a deal to start restart operations, are I'm sorry, are working to quickly get back baby quickly hold on. <laughs> are working to quickly get baby formula back on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the latest news that you need to know. Um Abbott Nutrition faces blame um what else is going on uh what else is happening fda gives new guidelines to combat formula shortage so here's where you know everybody needs to listen the fda announced monday it is loosening restrictions on baby formulas in order to get more product on the shelves loosening restrictions that don't sound safe more babies going to die because okay are you okay uh, for the next 180 days, companies that don't normally sell baby formula in the U.S. Ooh. but manufacture it and send it abroad will be able to get their products in store. No, oh. they won't because Greg Abbott is holding all them shit up. All them ships up. Yeah. Speaking of Greg Abbott. um, Yeah. Speaking of Greg Abbott, this dude right here, on top of everything going on in that whole state, he's slamming... <laughs> President Biden for providing baby formula to undocumented immigrants during a national shortage. That's all you're thinking about? So racist. The immigrant babies getting formula. The American babies can't even get formula. No babies. No babies getting formula. No babies, babies getting, getting formula. formula. Like- and it's it's funny who he's actually releasing a joint statement with. Governor Greg Abbott and National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd today issued a joint statement on the Biden administration providing a baby formula to illegal immigrant holding facilities as American parents scramble amid a nationwide shortage of the pro- Man, y'all don't want y'all don't want immigrants to have nothing. And that's funny seeing as how you wouldn't even have this country if it wasn't for immigrants. And seen. That's wild. Who built the border? Who? Quickly. Expeditiously. Hurry up. Right now. Right now. I hate it here. Well. I can't wrap my head around this country. I can't wrap my head around this. Speaking of women's rights. 
This is some bullshit. I know the man gonna be mad at us, but we said what we said. I don't care. You don't know. Listen, they should more of y'all should have taken sex ed. Should have been available to more of y'all. One minute you're uncomfortable with women breastfeeding in public. Next minute there's a baby formula shortage. Well, whoop your titty out. Feed your kid. What's right. the problem? Now you pro titty. Yeah. Fuck you. Get out of here. Goof. Clown. Um, speaking of clownery, the Honeypot Co. changes its formula, and y'all have things to say about this. Uh, I use Honeypot. Okay. It's somewhat... The one of my favorite um, tweets was like, "Using honeypot sanitary products is like chewing five gum." You remember the chewing five? Yes. Yeah, it's very accurate. Uh, very, very spicy on the cooch with the mint and whatnot. Anyway, people are mad because the feminine wash and whatnot are they're changing. They're adding preservatives. All listen, science, science is happening, and the girls don't like it. Um, like at all. At, they know. However, yes, the formula changed on the foam wash. Mm-hmm. But I want y'all, and we say this probably almost every episode, maybe every other episode. Read the whole article, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the formula changed on the foam wash. Honeypot is still very much owned and operated by Patrice Dixon. You guys took a formula change and Forrest Gump ran with it, saying that the company is no longer black woman owned. Yo. And that's simply not true. So. So Alana, as a licensed esthetician, that's what she said. Period. Her. She she gave us first of all she sent us like nine voice messages yo hey girl hey girl we're not gonna play all of them but we are gonna play the second to last one yeah because she had a lot some really great points to make so mm-hmm. we want you guys to hear what she had to say as a business owner I feel like she should have got ahead of this and put out some type of um information, I don't want to say press release, but put out some information saying, hey, y'all, we know that you guys love our products. Just giving y'all a heads up based upon the information that we've gathered from surveys, test groups, whatever, whatever. There are going to be some changes to the products. This is what you may see in the future. This is why we're doing it. This is how this affects, you know, your, your, basically your vagina and it's better or better for you or better for the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not really sitting right with me that a lot of people have been going so hard Ooh, girl. on her. And I mean, like, especially like a lot of the black women have been like, mm. how dare you change? Like, I mean, I think there's just like a thing with like being black and expecting like the highest of high quality. And mm. where does that even come from? Where does that sense of judgment and, and like feeling? I, okay. I mean, I understand it. Yeah. In some aspects. Yeah. But I don't know. No, I, yeah. Yeah, no. I just feel, I feel really bad the way they've been coming at her. Because it's like, again, I think, you know, I don't want to say, I want to say unfortunately, but then I don't. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you know, 
because there's so many like targets already on our backs and our fronts, then you add aspiring business owner on top of that. It's like, you know, we, we want, I think as, you know, just as a community, we want us to continue to elevate in the right ways. However, to your point, it can't be like what you say is, is, is it Uchi Wally is it one mic? Mm. So it's like, you can't, just praise. I mean, when I say Honey Pie came out and it was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I cannot believe it. The shit you couldn't even find Honey Pie in Target anymore because no. the girls was running in there getting them coochie peppermint patties. Okay, ah! like, Get me like out. I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, get me out of here. I want out. Please, because Coochie Peppermint Patties might actually be the name of the episode. Because I'm screaming. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Yeah, make that the... Coochie. I can just see everybody now like, wait a minute, what? what? Exactly. What? Um, But what I was saying was... um. And then as soon as a mistake is made, <laughs> it's like, oh, hell no. Like, uh-uh. So I guess it's like we do hold ourselves to a certain standard. But I think when it comes to that, we also have to hold ourselves to a certain standard of making mistakes. Absolutely. Things happen. And again, like I said, science, none of y'all are chemists. Well, not, I'm going to say some, none of y'all, but some of y'all are chemists, scientists, business owners. Or in that industry, so you understand what it's like to like. All right, I got, I got to, I got to do something here. Something got to change because you send out surveys. It's like what? Because there are some things with uh, honey pie. Like I'm gonna say, the pump on the phone wash. Mm-hmm. You don't like it? Nope. I don't use. I don't. Again, I don't like the cooling sensation. It, yeah. Not a fan. But the foam actually really does work really well, especially mm. after your menstrual. It's great. Mm. Um. So I think it's just. To your point, it's like we shouldn't be beating her down. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like, well, damn, sis, what happened? What's going on? And y'all need to read the whole article. The chemicals change, yes. Beatrice Dixon still very much owns and operates Honey Pie. Mm-hmm. So. And we have a video here. Relax. We got a little clip of her here. So, Hi, everyone. Beatrice Dixon here, co-founder, CEO of the Honey Pot Company. So look. I know you've noticed some new things about our washes, and I'm here to shoot it straight with you. We've learned a lot from you about what you want and what is most important to you when it comes to personal care products. The Honey Pot team designed surveys, clinical testing, and captured direct feedback to learn that a soothing plant-derived pH balancing wash was one of the utmost importance to your vaginal wellness routine. So the team and I went to the drawing board to innovate against our beloved washes to incorporate your feedback to level up. And to be honest, I love this wash even more. So yes, it's true. You'll see a new product at the shelf with some new ingredients, but I assure you that the washes are still pH balanced. They're dermatologist tested now They're hypoallergenic now and safe for skin. Mm. They also do not have any added parabens, dioxides, or sulfates. And this has always been the case. 
When we say new, we mean a few things. Our packaging is fresh and clinically substantiated. We've added lactic acid for its pH balancing properties. And we've also included a preservative system that you can trust. Hmm. Oh, not my internet. Oh, that's all ghetto. I don't know, y'all. That's okay. I think she's made her point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she's made her point. This is not like when Shea Moisture sold their company mm-hmm. or, you know, because there, the, there was one video that I came across on TikTok. This girl was just just knocking the black company. Oh, yo, yeah. Shea Moisture. Um, well, Shea Moisture been out. But yeah. Been not black. M- M- Mayel. It was oh, a couple yeah, of. Oh, yeah, that, that one was shocking. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it was like, th- again, there has to be reasons. Look at, like, companies get sold all the time. Look at Twitter. Shoot, Okay. The the deal hasn't gone through yet. Oh yeah, that part. Yeah. Yeah. Just say you don't got it. Broke. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not Elon. Get your money up, broke ass. <laughs> like, I thought I had it. You know, my check-ins <laughs> and my savings, <laughs> but sometimes my savings be acting up like my check-ins. Not Elon a brokey. But you know, just just give her a break. Mm-hmm. Give her a break. Um, yes, there are some other organic products that are um women of color owned. Um, I use Rayel products. Mm-hmm. Re- I mean, amazing. Long as you ain't using always, because always just no. Always will always have you fucked up. Always is always gonna not be that girl. <laughs> okay. So okay. Yeah. Give her a break. Give her a break. Like, That's always saying. God damn. Like y'all were saying. Y'all was going in on that Good black Lord. lady. Jesus. I mean, if anything, y'all need to go on that hat because it was giving, you know. Yeah. He's all down. He's all down the road. It is. It is. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. much. That was about. Yep. We're going to run through these uh, last couple of topics real quick. Child. Uh, Billboard Music Awards happened. Uh, Mary J. Blige won the Icon Award or something like yes. that. Yes. Finally. She looked amazing. She did look good. Per usual. Mm-hmm. She looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan Thee Stallion performed. I didn't. I haven't watched the show. I've just been seeing all the Cara, the Cara, Cara, Del, Cara Delvine okay. uh, content with them. God, her eyebrows are so. They are horrible. Thick. They are horrible. Um, but again, this is what happens when you let everybody to the cookout. Everybody, you know, thinks it's cool. I mean, it was. The, I don't know if you saw Megan Thee Stallion's Instagram story, but there's a, a picture of Megan, Doja, yes. and Kara, and she literally cropped Kara out. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, thank you. Um, but Megan said she did perform her Plan B song. Mm-hmm. Um, when she, I thought, I mean, she, of course, she didn't use yeah. all the vulgars. Yeah. But yeah, but they were also like kind of not dragging Doja Cat, but like pretty much there's a, there's a big conversation about Doja Cat and what, what category she falls in musically. Mm-hmm. You know, cause some people are like, she's not a rapper. Girl, you listening? Sis is definitely a rapper. Um, but then they try to put her in an R&B category. So she did win, like, top R&B artist. She's a pop artist. Yeah. And then, like, I, I personally think that she, like, hip-hop and pop. Like, yes. I don't think the R&B. And to the point, Doja Cat, there was a point in the show from a clip that I saw, like, she really expected Summer Walker to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I think Summer Walker has, you know, when it comes to billboards, her numbers are speaking for themselves. And right. Doja Cat was kind of like, oh. Yeah. Why am I... You know what I mean? Like, so, um, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that really was it. Diddy hosted. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Diddy hosted. You know, he was a little drunk. That's, that's a sh- shock. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Okay, moving forward. I don't um, 
Kendrick Lamar dropped dropped his new album. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mr. Morale in the Big Steppers. What do we think? What do we think? When, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you, you yeah, talking to me? Yeah. You talking to me? Yeah. Oh man. Pulitzer um, Prize. Uh, damn. You always talk about it. Um. What do we? Uh, hmm? fu- I fucking hate it. Wow. I gotta go. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you? I hate it. I do not like the album, y'all. And I am disappointed. I don't like it. Oh. I don't like it at all. Nope. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I um I actually really liked it. <gasps> I actually really liked it. I feel like this is a thing that we do because yeah. You don't like the damn album. It's not that I don't like the damn album, but if I had to put it between the Pimp a Butterfly and Good Kid, Mad City, it's not matching up for me. Um, but Miss Morale and the Big Steppers, it was giving therapy and healing. That's what I got from mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, that song... Auntie Diaries. Very amazing. So Her- that's, there's been a lot of talk about that, but you're talking about Cry cry Together? Yeah, yeah, that... okay. That was giving uh, Eminem stand vibes. I was scared. And uh, I didn't, that was the, honestly, out of the whole album, that was the only one I was like, oh. Yeah. And uh, the Kodak Black Yeah. Yeah. Thing. So I've seen a lot of takes on, obviously, him having Kodak Black on the album. But then in Auntie Diaries, there's a lot of like, I understand what the straights are saying, but the people uh in the lgbtq are like well why do you say the f word so many times the f slur but i think it's from from a from an understanding like if you're listening and if you listen to the whole song Mm -hmm. and literally what he's talking about how comfortable he was saying he used to be saying that word because he didn't know any better. Yeah. And it's just like people that probably were of the LGBT that are of the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and was growing up and probably were saying that word to fit in because mm-hmm. you didn't know any better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and that's why I said it was giving therapy and then healing. Like, yeah, that that's just not cool because now I'm having to understand the members of my own family that I always knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but to your point, I do, I do get what they're saying. Right. Yeah. But I also, I guess from, from the outside looking in, cause you do have people that are still using the word mm-hmm. and have had that experience that Kendrick is having like, okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's just wrong. And I apologize. Right. And I'm not going to use it again. Cause now I understand. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I actually, I, uh, other than the 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 stand and the Kodak Black, <laughs> I you, thought it was great. You know, for me, what I felt like is missing, and that could just be me and, and my and my kind of taste, whatnot. But I was looking for a little bit more of like hard hitting beats. Mm. That's what I expect from him. That I I'm with you on that. And I was really like, I really didn't feel. I mean, I understand all of what you're saying, like healing and therapy and whatnot, yeah. but. I just don't, I'm not going to say I, I hated it, but I really do not care for this album. I've only listened to it one time all the way oh, through. I listened to it like four times. <laughs> I'm good. I got, I, I do like, hold on. I, 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 I favorited the three songs that I liked. 
hold on. I like, I like, I like Rich Spirit. That was fun. Yeah. I think I like uh, Savior. Mm-hmm. And I think I might like Mr. Morale. But other than that, I'm I'm done. I actually like Mother May I. I'm not Mother May I, but <laughs> you yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I liked it. I liked it. Um real quick, we talking about albums because we were talking about Jack Harlow last week. Um And I said he was a garbage rapper. And he, the people are proving me right. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> I did make the mistake of listening to his album after I listened to Kendrick's. Not made a mistake. Twice. <laughs> I listened to Kendrick's <laughs> twice, okay, and then I was like, you know what? Because I told people, I was like, let me give, let me get this kid Jack Harlow a listen. Okay, mm. explain yourself. Was it bad? No, you don't sound confident. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. I will say this: I thought the beats were great. Mm-hmm. Thought the beats were great. Other than uh, the one, there was one that he had on there, Pharrell. I don't know what Pharrell's, what's going on with Pharrell, but recent like his collabs recently, yeah, not cool. Yeah, um, I, I'm not feeling it. But I actually thought that the I thought the beats were good. I thought the album was a little all over the place. And I was telling sis, I think the issue with Jack Harlow, I can hear it. I'm in sorry, the, yeah, <laughs> mom. Um, <laughs> I think the issue with Jack Harlow is I feel like he has not found his like his sound just yet. Mm. I don't think that he I don't think that he has figured out where he is when it comes to serious raps mm-hmm. versus com- silly raps. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, he's a silly rapper. Is that, is, oh, he, yeah. is that, is that his vibe? Like, you know how like, okay, I, this is a, might be a bad comparison, but you know how like with, with the baby, when he put out Suge, like that oh. wasn't like a serious song oh, yeah, 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 versus the yeah. baby putting out, uh, you know what? That is a bad comparison. Nope. Never mind. Um, <laughs> or like, I don't, I don't even know, but you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, Drake has had, songs where it's like you know it's serious you know that he has a, a he's telling the story versus when you know what i'm saying like oh this is for the club woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. and i don't think jack harlow has found that sound just yet uh, um and i'm and he will find it i think he will find it yeah. but at the end of the day i mean i don't think i don't think it was that bad i don't i don't think it was that bad oh. i've heard worse fair enough i've heard and i believe that i've heard far worse I believe- meanwhile nba young boy done got his 100th certified gold or some crap so you know what i mean Cha. Anyway, we gonna move forward. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if y'all saw this, but there was a march. What what state was this in? Child. Was it like almost like somewhere in the Midwest, almost like Ohio or Wisconsin, Milwaukee. They be all over the place. They do. Anyway, there is this brand. Brand. Yeah, we can call it that. Sure. There's this brand of called Black Menswear. The idea is <laughs> to get black men dressed up in suits. Go yeah. for. Go for a walk and like the and the like so on the website the people were pulling it up right like here to tea like the the idea was to I got the uh, for content oh you got the yeah because because okay. like I think like they had I guess they got it the the founder got an interview and he was talking about like what this really was all about right. woo 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 and you know so everybody was like okay mm-hmm. so let me go to the website and it says in this black black men's wear black men's okay. Black menswear. I want to say men's warehouse real bad. <laughs> Blackmenswear.com. Black menswear black menswear works to improve the perception of the black man and encourages positivity within our community. Representation matters. So our focus is on changing the negative narrative used by the media reflecting our culture to inspire the next generation of their true potential. I don't see anything wrong with that. Right. Black menswear focuses on three community building pillars. This is where I think it was like what? Yeah. yeah. Flash mob photo shoots. 
culture content creation and social media influence slash engagement. I just want to read that real quick. Black menswear focuses on three community building pillars. Flash mob photo shoots, mm-hmm. culture content creation, and social media influence slash engagement. Not mentorship, job curation, volunteer, community service, just doing it for likes. TikTok content. So at first I was like, why at first at first when I saw I was like, oh cool. Like a whole bunch of black men in, in, in suits walking. And then I was like I it was weird. I didn't think it was weird, but like <laughs> then I saw like people talking about like, so y'all not just like so because I always kind of wonder like, well, what's the point of this? Yeah. And then of course they went to the website and community building pillars, flash mob photos. And and this isn't the first time they've had one. We've seen these before. The founder said that they have been all over the country and they're, so it's going to be a lot of sweaty men in the city because it's hot and they're about to be walking in these three-piece suits. He said Atlanta, Miami, Toronto, they're going to Africa. Um, they've been to Paris. They've been all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with what they're doing. I mean, I do think he definitely has a point, you know what I'm saying, of like changing the perception of the black man. Yeah. You know, and I, I guess if that's like, you know, if, if that's your way of doing that, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know, I think maybe we add some mentorship and volunteer something to it. Yeah. Maybe. And then I think that'd be great. But other than that, I mean, sh- keep marching, brothers. I ain't mad at it. Straight up. Um, I want to do this because I don't want to end on this note, this lacrosse team. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the was it Delaware State? Yeah. Delaware State lacrosse team was headed toward to, to a game on a bus. And they got pulled over and searched. So in in the video, it said that, like, so initially they were pulled over because of a traffic violation. They mm-hmm. said they were in the wrong lane. Then that went from the long, wrong lane to them going through all their luggage underneath the bus looking for whatever they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, the Initially, the police did say that they weren't looking through any of their things. Um, and then, of course, dash cam footage said differently. So this is what happened. Did the okay the volumes turned up so hmm well you kind of don't really need to hear oh shit damn my bad Makeup. The bag says makeup. No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't even comment on anything. Okay. 
again, I don't know what's going on with the Wi-Fi. Did I pay my bill? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, again, I don't know. Sorry, y'all. They What they said was that, like you said, they pulled them over for a traffic violation for the driver. But ended up, certain, all, everybody on the bus was a black woman, a black woman's lacrosse team from Delaware State. And they said that they pulled over the traffic violation in terms of the driver. So why y'all searching this stuff though? What they got to do with me? There was one. There was like one of the girls had like a gift wrapped. I mean wrapped right in her bag. They opened the gift, took it out of the box. That was you know that the gift was actually it just like man y'all got nothing else to do. Nothing else to do. Ain't nothing else to do. Nothing. And that's what it's giving. It's annoying. I'm checking to see if I paid my... my you then, are a mess. I need to know. I feel like I did. I'm sure you did. Oh, I didn't. Oh, it's okay. I'm, I'm behind by a day. I'll pay it after. That's all right. All right. Sorry, y'all. All right. They'll be all right. We're going to run through before I don't get no more service. Britney Spears... <laughs> 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 they be like, there ain't going to be no video. Um... Britney Spears. Oh my God. Britney Spears loses her baby, y'all. I'm so sad about this. Yeah. She was very excited, you know. She um, finally got her IUD out, got engaged to that fine white man. Um, but she made an announcement um, a couple days ago. Um, it is with our deepest sadness we have to announce that we have lost our miracle baby early in their pregnancy. This is a devastating time for any parent. Perhaps we should have waited to announce until we were further along. However, we were only we were overly ex- excited to share the good news. Our love for each other is our strength. We will continue trying to expand our beautiful family. We are grateful for all of your support. We kindly ask for privacy during this difficult moment. So yeah. Really sad to hear that about Britney. Yeah. Um and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. We want her we want her to win. We're we are cheering for her. Yes. So well speaking of babies, we can kind of transition to this. Absolutely. So we finally have an explanation for why SIDS happened. SIDS, for those who don't know, I remember them commercials where them babies would be coughing. Yeah. Ooh, them things made me horrible. S- horrible. So SIDS stands for a sudden infant death syndrome. Um, and scientists have finally found, did I send it to you? Mm-mm. Uh, scientists have finally found uh, what the issue is, and I will tell you what the issue is. Nope. If I still have it. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. The Sydney researchers were able to confirm this theory by analyzing dried blood samples taken from newborns who died from SIDS and other unknown cases. Each SID sample was then compared with blood taken from healthy babies. They found the activity of the enzyme called, it starts with the letter B, so I'm going to call it B. Period. Um, They found the activity of the enzyme B was significantly lower in babies who died of SIDS compared to living infants and other non-SIDS infant deaths. B plays a major role in the brain's arousal pathway, explaining why SIDS typically occurs during sleep. Dang. Dr. Uh, Dr. Carmel, wow, what a name. Dr. Carmel Harrington, the lead researcher for the study, was one of these parents. Her son unexpectedly and suddenly died as an infant 29 years ago. Wow. That's sad, man. She said, nobody could tell me. They just said it's a tragedy, but it was a tragedy that didn't sit well with my scientific brain. Good for her. Since then, she's worked to find the cause of SIDS. Period. Both for herself and for the medical community as a whole. That's beautiful. So, I swear, all it takes is the pissed off woman. mm -hmm. That's all it takes. So, yeah, um, 
it's not anything that you can necessarily prevent right right now unfortunately i guess they'll need more science and research to do that but like a lot of parents probably felt like oh this is my fault because i didn't Mm -hmm, do something mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like so i'm uh you know for those parents who did lose their children to SIDS, i hope this like kind of like made them feel some some type of comfort for, for yeah yeah because how many times you get you know you hear about medical things it's like okay like what's it has to be an explanation like what i don't i'm not just gonna be like oh you know mm-hmm. this happened so no you gotta you gotta give me something more so absolutely shout out to her that's dope yep all right y'all this indian couple said we suing yo when i say this when i say this had me like cracking up earlier um all the people that want grandkids, like mm-hmm. this couple was like, oh, okay, well, look. Right. So anyway, so an Indian couple is actually suing their older, their only son for not giving them any grand. <laughs> I love it. So a couple in India are suing their son and daughter-in-law for not giving them grandchildren after six years of marriage. Um, the couple, the uh, Prasad couple who live in Hardawar, a city in northern... Where you at? Oh. Ooh, mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. They filed a position this month seeking 50 million Indian rupees, which is about $643,000 in damages from their son, 35, and his wife, who's 31. In the petition, in the petition, the couple claimed they spent about $20 million or $257,000 raising their son, raising their son, who is an only child. They raised him, educated him, made him capable, made him a pilot, which was expensive. Okay, they see people in their neighborhood playing with their grandchildren. It's like we need one too. Um, they said they didn't marry their son and daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law off so they can live alone. So they just so they said that in the next year, either give us a grandchild or give us compensation. Okay, but what's up with the inflation? They asking for almost four hundred thousand more. But I'm trying to figure out. So you're telling me that you kept receipts of everything you purchased for your son? Child, that is petty. Um. Ooh, I don't like that. She said, so basically the couple, as they're aging, there's no one to take care of them. And then all parents wish to be grandparents one day. Um, child, Ooh. the couple also said they bought their uh, car for their son and daughter-in-law and paid for their honeymoon. Uh, the lawsuit primarily targets the son and daughter-in-law, but the petition also lists complaints against the daughter-in-law's family. They come in for everybody's money. Uh, Yeah. Child, don't even think about it. I was going to say, Sonia, Ralph. Mom. Don't even think about it. I mean. I don't even like kids that much. Because a lot of parents be like, you know, I want a grandkid. You got grandkid money? money? You. I forgot to pay my cell phone bill. I mean, my my internet bill. You want me to take care of a child? Okay. Gas is high. Child. No, thank you. I thought it was funny. I just thought it was, I actually thought that's this insane. was comical. That's insane to me. I, I thought would, this was comical. I would be so pissed at my parents. Like, you going to sue me for real? And it's the fact that the CNN has not been able to get in touch with the daughter. Because they probably like, well, we're over here living our best life, right. child-free. Like, have, flying the world since I'm a pilot. Have you seen the state of the world? Why would I bring a child into this right now? And that part. All right, y'all. You know what I'm saying? That part. No, seriously. Last part. Um, Let's hope this plays the video. I'll pay, I'll pay the, the thing when we get off um, I, I don't know if this happened in Florida. Boynton Beach, wherever that is. A good Samaritan moment we're having right now. This lady was having a, a, a medical emergency while in the car. Um, and yeah, Florida. S- so many people just stopped whatever they was doing and tried to help her. Let's see if it plays. Fingers crossed. 
There's no audio, but you can see the cars coming. And you see this car pulling out into traffic. And you see this lady on one million trying to run up to this car. I mean, in the middle of a cross yeah. in, a, in an intersection. This, this car is coming. Risking her life to help to help and stop this car. Here come more people. More people. I mean, you got somebody in the military, in the service, all kinds of Racist pulling, helping this uh this lady with this medical emergency. <laughs> it's the other cars, just okay. Yes, like it's a really nice moment to to see all these people come together and help this lady. I wonder what the medical emergency was though. I don't know. Was she like having a heart attack? That's the one thing I couldn't find. Uh, I hope she's okay. Um, oh, let me see. Hold well, on. Oh, oh, oh. I did find a small article. Okay, what we got? What she we was got? unconscious. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Mm. So, 63-year-old Lori Rabon had a medical emergency while driving northbound. Boo, boo, boo. She was driving home from work. Um, yeah, she was just, she fell unconscious that she wasn't feeling well at work and told her co-workers that, well, she works um, at some store mm-hmm. close to the intersection where the incident happened. Uh, she said the last thing she remembers is telling her co-worker that she was not feeling well. And the first thing she remembers is following the incident is waking up in the hospital. Wow. So she was reunited with all those people that helped save her oh, life. Good. Um, I love to hear that. That is amazing. One yeah. good thing that comes out of Florida. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so Boyson Beach, I can come visit you because clearly you have some decent people there. Right. The rest of the state, oh my God. other than Miami. Oh my God. So yeah. Um, that's it for this week's episode. That you guys, enough. that is enough, honey. I am stressed. I know. I need a shot. I don't even have a joke for you. Really? I know. It's all right. We're going to get Giannis to come on the show because they're out of the playoffs now, so he don't got nothing else to do. Please be sure to follow us on all of our <laughs> social medias. We're on Twitter at uh, HeadRapPod. We're on Instagram at HeadRaps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, HeadRaps and Lipsticks, the podcast. You can't listen to episodes there anymore. I don't make the rules. Damn. Jeff, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey Bezos? No. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberger. Um, one of them rich white boys. One of them rich white boys. Correct. Um, go to our uh, website, www.headwrapsandlisted.com, where we have crew necks like the one I'm wearing today, T-shirts uh, that are for sale but not on sale. Remember, the uh, cash app is in the bio. Listen, you've bought dumb shit. You might as well donate to the podcast. You listen. You listen. You support Amazon. You support. Do we have any reviews? Let me see. Um, you do support Amazon. You know they don't need the money. They really um, don't. we are on a bunch of platforms: Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and TikTok. We got a new review. Sure do. Wow. Actually, wait. The, we have two. <gasps> wait a minute. Am I Oh no. Yeah, no, yeah, we... Okay, we got two five-stars? Holy cow. Okay. We got two five-star reviews? Yeah, that's right, because Death Stances, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Okay, so I'm going to read the first one. So you the first... hit more. It's... Oh, that's right. They wrote a long one. Ooh. Love it. Okay. Okay, so this one from... How we miss this one? It's okay. Um, Inspiration. Ooh. Five stars. I'm a podcaster, and I have to say you both have given me my second win. I strive to educate and inform, but felt really discouraged to continue on. But you guys give such life to your podcast and have truly captured the education is elevation content with color, and I love it. I will say your equipment is spot on because each uh, each pause got me thinking that <laughs> that my phone cut off. And it's so quiet. Overall, great podcast. One topic, one topic I love for you to cover is George Stoney and how it correlates to the Green Mile plot thickens as there was an update 
to this around 2007. Ooh, melodic. Screenshot. Oh, screenshot that. Thank you. Wow. That. What a beautiful review. Thank you so oh, much. much. Oh my god. We got another one. That was so sweet. That was like. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't do this. Look at y'all. Y'all are cute. Okay. This one is from J Nikki W. Okay, it's a lot. You don't okay. read their name? J Nikki W32095. Oh, J Nikki. That's all right, but love, love, love y'all. Five stars. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love your podcast. As a sister, I appreciate the content you both bring and look forward to the new episode each week. I can't wrap my head around why y'all haven't gone viral more than y'all have. Keep doing your thing. I agree. Period. Well, with 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 reviews like this, yes. we will. Y'all are dope. Y'all, that is so fire. Y'all are dope. Y'all hit us with a double win. Oh, look at y'all showing out. Period. Y'all got tired of me calling y'all whores last episode. Yeah, that's maybe, fair. maybe that's what it was. That's fair. Maybe that's what that's it was. That's fair. I won't call you a whore. No, I'm not. I'm, a, I'm lying. I'm yeah, gonna, she probably is. I'm going to call you a whore again. Because we kind of chose violence this episode. <laughs> and it's fine. <laughs> we did. This won't be the last time. It really will not. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, since you don't got no joke. I don't have no joke. Not even know why the chicken crossed the road. That's weed. Don't worry, I'll come back with two. You don't have to. I didn't ask you that. No, you, I, I said, I said, you, you know, I, I, you, said, I said one joke. No, because first I said I didn't have a joke, and you're like, yo, like what's up? Like so, you really want a joke? Listen, so because like, I don't want nobody jumping in my DM saying, well, I should really have a joke. It's okay. Two weeks. So if, if y'all want to I mean, know, two what a, if y'all know what, know what a joke is, y'all hit her up. Okay, I'm not the joke coordinator. Two weeks. I mean, two jokes. God dang it. We're going to end the show because this is all discombobulated. Bye, y'all. Bye. Peace. <laughs>